0: Welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, and joining me on today's show is Alicia White. Armed with brilliant ideas and effective strategy, Alicia turns business owners, coaches, and entrepreneurs into successful speakers. Clients gain focus and clarity as well as the next steps that lead them to their success. Alicia is an award-winning speaker and an internationally best-selling author and she was recognized by Women's Speakers Association as a woman you need to know and her must-read book, The Successful Speaker's Handbook, Tools, Ideas and Strategies to Elevate Your Expertise as a Speaker is endorsed by Tom Ziegler and is available on Amazon. Now on today's show, Alicia is going to share what a speaker sheet is and what it is not, top five elements to always include on your speaker sheet as well as strategy on positioning each element with your expertise. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Hello,
1: Anne-Marie. Thank you for having me on the Women's Speakers Association podcast. This is an excellent way for people to learn and I'm excited that you're the host. It's it's going to be fun.
0: Thank you. And, you know, looking back uh, over the introduction, how we've just introduced you, you've got such a wealth of knowledge and expertise and to have your book endorsed by Tom Zigger. Wow, it, you know we are honored to have you sharing your expertise. Let's dive in. Speaker sheet there are so many do's and don'ts and ifs and buts and all of that so you've got some strategies. Let's share what is a speaker sheet and what is it not?
1: Thanks. Oh well so a speaker sheet is used to introduce you to the meeting planners as a speaker not as a business professional or someone who's uh, coaching yes that is something that you do but it's introduce you as a speaker and it gives compelling reasons why a meeting planner or an event host would want to book you as a speaker on their stage perhaps it's to you know ensure that their audience is getting some value from you that they can then implement it into their own lives or their business And then the speaker sheet also demonstrates the value that you bring to an audience. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna go into a little bit more detail about that when I talk about the five speaker sheet must-haves because we definitely want the speaker sheet to highlight your experience as a speaker and as the expert that you are. Again, not really focusing on your profession so much or how you help clients and customers, but about your expertise. Mm -hmm. And then again, it's to promote you as an expert in the field.
0: Yeah. So, having shared that then, Alicia, I'm assuming that a lot of speakers unfortunately spend too much time in their speaker sheet focusing on the business, how they've helped clients, and so forth. And as we know, with any piece of marketing material, we need to share content in a way with what's value add for them what are they, what's in it for them, and uh, rather focusing on you and your successes, you're not then focusing on their needs and what they're going to, to get out of hiring you to, to speak to their audience. Very, very important. Are there any other do nots or what it is not that you see that's really holding speakers back from getting booked? Well, again, one of the things that you just
1: pointed out and the do nots is, the speaker sheet is not a sales pitch for your business. Do not try to sell your coaching services to an event planner. You're selling your speaker expertise, your value, the message that you're going to share. It's not about how you serve your clients. Yes, I know you're probably making top sales. Perhaps you're a, a sales uh, salesperson who speaks on selling to an audience. And it is important to make that notation, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But Again, it's about you as a speaker. It's not a biography of your life uh, or a list of every achievement you've ever made. Unless it's pertinent to you as a speaker, for example, I'm a wildlife and fire photographer. However, I speak directly to speakers. And so I keep that little portion aside uh, to maybe make things more interesting, but I definitely wouldn't put that on a speaker sheet. It may be a part of my presentation later on, but I want the event planner to know that I want to speak to speakers because I build speakers. Yes. Does point. that make
0: sense? Great point, and I think what's really important here, uh, just like any piece of content we're developing, often we think to ourselves, um, I've got their attention for how many minutes, I wanna cram as much as I possibly can into the document. However, what you're saying is actually what you leave out and what you leave in that they can focus on that's going to make the most impact. And, How is it relevant to them? If it's not, or if you're not sure, leave it out. Let's dive into some of these top five elements, things that we must always include on our speaker sheet. Okay,
1: and I'm also going to mix in that strategy on positioning each of these elements. So I'll be listing one and then sharing that strategy with you on how to best use this element to your advantage when promoting yourself to event planners. So first, a speaker sheet can be a two-page document, four-page, I've seen six pages and eight pages, but you've probably seen the really nice, slick, glossy brochure. Uh, They have high visual imagery. The branding uh, is consistent and congruent with uh, that person or that person's uh, company. It is okay to brand your speaker sheet as you would your company if you're speaking on behalf of your company. Like, uh, for example, I have a uh, a, a client who um, you know is a service provider, and she has her business branded in one way, and her speaker sheet matches that. And I'll share a little bit more about that. But again, start with one page. Mm-hmm. If you can just start with one page and list these five elements in a Word document, that's what I want you to do. When you get off this uh, podcast, and you have taken your notes open up a Word document, and then start filling in the blanks. So are we ready? We ready. <laughs> All right. Well, that first element, I know it's going to sound really simple and almost like, oh, gosh, how can this truly be a must-have element? Well, it is, and i want to tell you the strategy behind it, how to position yourself. And it's the contact information. Yes, it is your name as you want it to be said on stage, as you want to be branded, for example, you know, we have Madonna. She has one name. We have, you know, uh, Britney Spears. She has two names. But they consistently brand themselves. And I hope I'm not giving away that I like bubblegum pop music. But um, <laughs> but uh, Madonna has that one name. So if you're going by a certain name, maybe you have a certain, uh, like, diva in, in, in the middle of your of your moniker well you can use that's the name you want to put on your speaker sheet yes
0: you know Alicia let me jump in there and just confirm yeah. how important that is uh, because we will often get requests for potential guests to come on various podcasts that we host and produce and there's nothing worse than getting a piece of content and then uh with the show notes go, well actually my name is this and this it completely is distracting and very unprofessional so as you say start off how you mean the relationship to go this is how you want your name to be shared and and spoken from stage have that right at the forefront so yes while it may be seen very simple i have seen it not followed and and it really can cause a little bit of chaos in the back end for the event coordinators if all of a sudden they have to change how they're going to introduce you oh that's excellent story i'm so glad you
1: shared that because it does sound like it's common sense but a lot of people don't think about the ramifications of not putting their actual name that they want to hear on stage yes. so within that contact information you have your name and then again a simple thing your phone number not the phone number that goes to your voicemail the phone that you actually pick up and answer mm-hmm. or if you have an assistant I want someone on the other end of that phone mm-hmm. taking the call to say where do you want me to speak what time what day how much oh it's not free I mean, you're not paying me. Uh, Can I sell at the back of the room? You know, and have all these questions ready to go. So get that phone number as well as the email address, whether it's to yours. Don't send it to a Google or a Hotmail address where uh, it's just going to sit in a box and it may get in your junk folder. Have a branded one that literally says speaker at speakerisfabulous.com. (laughs)
0: You know? <laughs> I love that, you sometimes the most simplest of things can make the most uh, most impression or the biggest impression if you will, imagine if you're an event coordinator and you think I've just got a couple of questions and you you have a direct uh, line to the speaker or an assistant who's able to give up to date information, it may just be the difference between you being booked or leaving a message and then the the event coordinator finding another speaker, uh, you know, a speaker sheet and thinking, oh, I I might just call them and getting hold of them can make a huge difference.
1: It can, and the event planners are not waiting on you. You know, they're they're gonna go to the next person that answers the phone. I mean, I've seen it time and time again. And, um, you know, I've been fortunate that I, I have not missed out on opportunities because I do have an assistant. Mm-hmm. I do answer my emails mm-hmm. promptly when it comes to to these things, and uh, and and the same thing with your on your website, mm. for example. Let, let's this again. This is part of this contact information. I'm hoping that you've got you guys have bulleted. You know, uh, first element is contact information: name, phone, email, website. List one website, please, and point it to where you showcase your speaker expertise. Mm. If you have a video reel, if you have a list of topics, point it to that page. So for example, my company is Back of the Room Productions and I also have another one, speakersheets.com, and I have Book Alicia. So instead of sending backoftheroomproductions.com as my website, I set it as Back of the Room productions.com slash book alicia yes. because that's the information they want then again you don't want to do a sales pitch to them
0: and you want to make it easy for them you don't want them to send a web address and then send them to search for the information that they're looking for because again as you said they're busy they don't have a lot of time and I'm sure they've got a lot of other speaker sheets to go through and you want to make sure that it's easy to find and the applicable information that they're going to be looking for
1: And here's a bonus tip. The speaker sheet that that they have in front of them, make sure it's on your website. That way, if they need to email that to somebody, they can. For example, if they have an actual printed sheet, they can shoot that email off to their assistant or their coworker. Mm -hmm. And then finally, make it easy for them. The social media, oh my gosh, everybody's on everything right now, right? LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google, uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I want you to think about the two audiences the two communities that you deal with the most where you're interacting with them where you're answering questions maybe it's a LinkedIn discussion forum maybe it's a Facebook group and use just two of those social media sites uh, as part of the contact information that way people can see how engaged you are if you're out there on Twitter and you're sending one idea, or one free offer, or uh, helping people on Twitter, send them the Twitter handle. Mm
0: -hmm, Yeah.
1: I Uh, use Facebook and LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, great, great point. And I think often we can tend to neglect that, and if we do provide a number of various platforms, and one we tend to keep more personal and showing behind, not behind the scenes of our work, but personal things, that's not really... Uh, allowing you to continue to showcase your expertise, the value you offer in the area that you're positioning yourself for the speaking opportunity. So, such a great reminder. I think I've said enough
1: about contact information, but and have it on both sides, okay, guys. So, if you have a two pager, have that call to action. You know, book me today, hire me to to speak, uh, book me for your next engagement. Uh, have that on the front and the back with at least a phone number and an email address. At least those two things. And then the other stuff is gravy and they'll, they'll love that. So moving on to the second must-have element. I talked a little earlier about what value are you providing the audience? What kind of takeaways are they going to uh, take home with them? When the meeting planner is reading your speaker sheet, I would like to have you sum up In one sentence, or maybe just a handful of words, anywhere from three to eight words, let's say, a value statement. Some people call this a unique selling proposition. But it's about you. you the speaker. Not what your company can do. Not what your coaching can do. A lot of it ties in, especially if you're speaking, to grow your business. So it could tie in a little bit. But I want you to think about that value statement. How can you send a message to the event planner and they say, I get this? For example, if you're speaking to women and they're in their, let's say they're baby boomers, Mm -hmm. you would include the word baby boomer or mature women uh, in your value statement. Get that point across immediately about who your audience is and the solution that you provide that result.
0: So important, sometimes I've read statements that have me go, what, I'm confused because people have tried to be too creative, yet in that creativity, they've completely lost the context and as you say, the relevance and the value added. It's, It's confusing and as we know, people who are confused Move on to the next person, they will,
1: and oh, that's such a great point because I could utilize you know brilliant, dazzling, and fun as my you know as my value statement, but and I am those things, but that doesn't describe the value that the group's going to get unless I'm an inspirational speaker or Mm. entertainment speaker. But that's not what we're doing here at Women's Speakers Association. The majority of us are working. Are speaking to grow our business. Mm, yeah, so so get to the point, let the event planner know that this is the value, the the, the type of expertise that you're gonna bring.
0: What's the good?
1: The next thing that you're gonna put on your speaker sheet is the speech title. This speech title, along with the takeaways, is so important because this is where you're selling. This is where you're selling your speaking presentation to the meeting planner. Catchy, use adjectives, use statistics, use the we we've all heard it, the top 5 secrets to XYZ or the 7 mistakes all blank makes, you know, all authors make. Those are the type of speech titles you want, not I'm going to teach you about writing a book or book writing make it catchy yes. you know the seven mistakes authors make when they publish their first book and then with that speech title and you'll do that I recommend uh, putting at least two or three speeches on your speaker sheet page yes and I want to share with you how I would best do that number one all your presentations, all, your, all of your speeches should be geared towards one audience. Mm. If you're speaking to business owners who are looking to improve their employee situations, HR benefits and such to small you know small business owners, your presentations should be on that topic.. Yes. Uh, your speech title should be that topic. If you are an avid pilot, and you want to speak about being a pilot in your travels, that would not be a speech title I would include on this speaker sheet.
0: Yes, again we're talking about specificity and context, what are they going to be interested in, and uh, where you provide value to that audience. And I think again, if we put things that are not relevant, it's going to weaken our message. That's a great way of putting it.
1: If it's not relevant to the audience or that audience shifts to a different type of audience. For example, let's go back to the baby boomer women. You know that your pilot story isn't a good fit for baby boomer women. It's more of a general audience. It could uh, appeal to teens. It could appeal to uh, men and such. That would be a different speaker sheet. Yes. Or blurb on your website mm-hmm. I just want to make that clear because I've had a lot of people try to merge those two together mm-hmm. and it's really hard to do that because you want to stay focused on your expertise to get into this audience yeah. think yeah. about that event who's who's the event for so gear your speeches to that as well as those takeaways what I like to do and what was awesome is Anne Marie she asked for my title my speech title and then she said, list the benefits our listeners will gain from you. And I listed three, and that's all you need to do. A speech title and three takeaways. What will the audience walk away with? What will they get in their little hands? Are you gonna give them a journal, something tangible, uh, worksheets? Are you gonna give them ideas? Are you gonna give them advice, strategies that they can implement later? What is that? What? what will they get? And then what kind of result will they have? That's something you could also list as a takeaway. Will they achieve, uh, maybe at the end of a workshop that you're speaking uh, on, maybe they complete a system during your workshop, you know, complete a blueprint, or they get a blueprint of their business process, let's say, for example. Now, that's the minimum on the, on the on number three, the speech title with the takeaway. I want you to stretch your brain a little bit further in your writing hand or your keyboard and <laughs> write a two to three sentence description of this presentation. And that's where you can work in some of the results. I like to often put um, a, did you know speakers leave money on the table when they speak? Well, it's because they don't have strategies in place. I'm just paraphrasing. When you go to Alicia's presentation, you will learn, and then I put my takeaways. Audiences will learn. Attendees will learn. Attendees will receive. List the results or benefits. Yeah.
0: What I love about the format that you've used, we can use that across, even if we're presenting and creating another speaker's sheet with a different topic, a different focus, because it's a different audience. But we can, as you say, have a number of those uh, key sentences and then here are the bullet points and a really Easy. nice title and uh, I, I think often where we go astray a little bit is because we don't have that format to really hone in so that we know these are the things that are so important to have on that speaker's sheet so uh, those are great ways to really focus this is what's needed and then it's short sharp and concise and, and truly yes. relevant. Yeah.
1: I speak about the three C's of branding: consistency and being concise is are the two that I, I share often. So you're being consistent with who your audience is. Your message can apply to to that particular, you know, all three or a four or how many speeches you have apply to that one particular audience, mm. and be concise with your message because again, these meeting planners are scanning these speaker sheets. Yeah.
0: Something that I do, Alicia, and I'm sure that this is uh, is something that you might suggest to your clients as well, is that I might write something, I'll draft something, and then I walk away for 24 hours or 48 hours, and then I revisit it with fresh eyes, and that's often where I can cut, where I refine it, you know, and, and really can some sort of shorten sentences, because when you're sometimes drafting that, um, yeah, but you, you, you don't see it with those fresh eyes, so that could be a really great strategy that works for others as well as they're crafting this.
1: That's great advice, It oftentimes I will do the same as you, I will write out the paragraph and the takeaways, a couple of days later I will come back and I'm striking words, making it uh, right tight, uh, <laughs> you know, you're just writing your words tighter, and then coming up with even better benefits. You know, yeah. or have an aha moment when, when you're laying in bed just as you're about to drift off to sleep, don't you start thinking about these things <laughs>
0: and going, "Oh, I should have done this." You don't want to be chasing that thought uh, down the, the down the rabbit hole because you will be awake. I know I've so. But sometimes just have a pad beside you or a notepad beside your bed and make a note of it. And then you can update it the next day. But these are all good. So you've mentioned so much importance around contact information, the right content information that's accessible, easy to find, a really important value statement that is, is again, as you said, so important and adds value. And then the title needs to be catchy, uh, needs to be relevant to the audience, have a great takeaway, some two or three sentences of your overall presentation. So important. What's number four? number four testimonials okay you may think
1: oh that's easy I have a ton of testimonials or a handful of testimonials from my clients and customers stop don't put those on your speaker sheet (laughs) this is not your marketing brochure for your business I want you to get testimonials from those event planners from those meeting hosts If you can't get a testimonial from those people, aim for the president of the association or someone who uh, is a thought leader that attended that conference. Mm. One of the fastest ways to do that is to get your smartphone that is capable of recording. It doesn't even have to be video. Record audio, record video somehow and ask them to give a testimonial right after your speech. Now, this is something I learned. This is another little bonus tip. Uh, When I, (laughs) I spoke at a three-day conference, Uh, my session was the uh, second day, and I waited until the end of the conference to get testimonials, video testimonials. People don't wanna hang around and give you testimonials. They want to leave. (laughs) Other speakers were, doing their best to uh, to help me. I was helping them as far as giving testimonials. There were a group of us, and all five of us were exchanging phones, So, okay, give me testimonial, give me testimony. That's not how you want to do it. You want to do it when it's fresh on that person's mind. So the first and best way to get a testimonial is, is to have a video or audio recorder. Ask an attendee, ask the event host, ask that uh, thought leader that's in that room or that, um, that authority that's in that room or president of the association. Second, that night, the next morning, have emails ready to go to those organizers and the people that attended. If you can't get video or audio, send an email that very, within 24 hours, hey, thanks so much for coming. What did you think of my speech, my presentation? So now you'll have these credible sources that the meeting planners looking at saying, oh, she spoke at so-and-so's event or, oh, I see this person is the president of the association and they gave her a very credible testimonial. That's, that's key. Mm-hmm. So you get those testimonials and let's say one comes back and it says from Gail Watson, mm-hmm. the president of WSA, and she says, Anne-Marie was great. We love that she shared her message. And that's all it says. You have permission to rewrite that so that it's more dynamic, more vibrant, and really can go into detail. What did you share with the audience? How did the audience react to you on stage? What did the audience take away? I mean, I'm so privileged to have the testimonial says uh, she was dynamic, energetic, uh, she gave a lot of value. That's what you want in your testimonial, yes. that you gave value, that you were energetic, that you held the audience's attention. Mm-hmm. You can rewrite that testimonial, hand it back to the person and ask permission mm-hmm. to uh, approve what you have written. Yes. And that also works if they don't provide you with one. Go ahead and write one after you know seven days, send it to them. If you've contacted them numerous times and they have not sent you a testimonial, they are either really, really busy, or they don't
0: care about you,
1: or you weren't that great of a speaker.
0: <laughs> you don't yeah. want to know what they thought. Well, actually, yes, you, know you do, because thought. you yeah. may just want to rethink some of the things that you did and, and just continue to uh, craft and hone Here your you skills. Know. So, uh, so i say all of the women
1: in our group, I'm, I'm sure that doesn't apply to any yeah, of us.
0: Of course. <laughs> you know, it's so true, and I think often as women, we're a little bit hesitant to do that. You know, but it's so important because here's the thing. You may really have delivered an an incredible presentation, yet they're just so busy doing a lot of the follow-up and feedback from the event, which, as we know, it's a huge task to do that. So reminding them and approaching them, they may have thought, oh, I must reach out and give so-and-so a testimonial, but they just get caught up. So we never ask them. Uh, Unfortunately, that's something that then gets lost. And so I think, yes. This should just be part of the follow-up process that you have. It's on your docu- you know, on a, your sheet that you know when you've finished your presentation, start to mingle around the crowd, as you say, with your phone and record some of those, um, those testimonials so that you can capture them later and rewrite them and put them on your speaker's sheet. Such a great point. What's well, number five? All right, number
1: five. This should be a no-brainer, but
0: I don't know why
1: women, some women, Are afraid to stand in front of a camera and smile and look pretty or or they do stand in front of the camera they're smiling they look pretty and then they don't do anything with their photo oh my goodness I want you to display your photo on your speaker sheet loud and proud so number five is have photos of you a professional headshot at minimum at minimum, have a professional headshot. Yes. And make it current. You mm-hmm. want it current because there's nothing worse than going to an event and the event host looks at you expecting someone totally different because you haven't updated your photo in mm-hmm. 10, 15 years. Yes.
0: There's nothing worse than, <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize you and you know what exactly.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, you have gray hair, that, you yeah. may
1: have it shorter or whatever. And I have a big problem because my hairstylist and I fight all the time on whether I should be a redhead Mm. or blonde. So
0: um, I'm the same. It depends what color hair uh, I decide one day to have. Black, brown, you know. Exactly. Well,
1: I picked one color, finally. You know, a very nice uh, professional color. And I had my professional photos made. And I put it on my banner. I put it on my speaker sheet. And then I also would like to have you get photos taken of you while you're speaking in front of the audience. Yes, very important. That gives credibility right there. That's proof that you stood in front of an audience and I know there are a lot of programs that will do photos where you stand in front of an audience and you speak for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Well you know what in five minutes you can deliver a message that will impact somebody. Mm. You know it will inspire somebody to act or you've provided some valuable information in in five minutes you can do that and you can call that your speaker photo.
0: Yeah, so important and I think you know in an instant where that is happening also get someone if you can to take some video footage of you, not necessarily with the audio, but that could very much become part of your speaker's reel. And as we said earlier, you mentioned about the social media channels and platforms. Imagine if you had a very short 60-second which had snippets of you. Um, That, again, adds to the credibility factor. And I think often, and maybe it's just me, I think of these things after. If I don't have it documented, this is what I need to capture. Who is going to do this? Is there an assistant coming or is there a colleague that I know is going to be there that we can both exchange? I can take some footage of her and vice versa so that we can capture you in action. Because it's too late often, as you say, uh, if you're grabbing testimonials when everyone wants to leave. Similarly, once you've got off stage, you can't go, oh, excuse me, can I just get back up so people can take some footage of me? So (laughs) timing is important.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. and video is important, and that is something you want to put on your speakers page or the tab, uh, you know, a, a separate tab on your business page. Mm-hmm. Show those videos, show your credibility, show your brilliance. Mm-hmm. It's so important, and, and and you know, most of all, be authentic. Don't try to pose with a microphone in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather you have a photo shoot of you and a client sitting there even though this isn't a speaker I mean this isn't a marketing brochure but I'd rather have you doing something else than standing in front of a blank wall with a microphone and no audience in front of you
0: yeah and you would be you would share this being a photographer um, that you can capture people's emotion in, in, in as you said that that authenticity so you want to be presenting and actually connecting as you would engage with an audience and to have just the right frame that captures you engaging rather than that mask, if you will, because you can tell the difference, can't you, You can. when you look at an image, whether it's kind of made up or you put on that, that fake smile, so to speak, and when you are really smiling. And I think gone are the days where it has to be, you know, that, professional, yes it has to be professional, but what I'm talking about, you want to come across as engaging, connecting with the audience, making a difference, because the event coordinators through looking at your photo, she's such an approachable person, I can see that she'll provide value. This all adds to the credibility factor, doesn't it? Absolutely,
1: well said. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Alicia, this has just been so valuable. You know, so often we take for granted some of the most simplest things put together in the right package and in the right way can be what really stands out and once we have this professional speakers sheet we can then continue to use that when we're looking for opportunities Uh, we've just scratched the surface i'm sure so how can people get in contact with you what's the best way for them to do that thank you
1: one of the best ways to do that is to visit speakersheets.com because you will get this list of the top five elements to have on your speaker sheet there's an option for you to get this free checklist there's also an accompanying audio and but you might want to come back to the podcast because i think it's more fun uh, because i have a host with me and uh, (laughs) but you can get this list that has the elements that i spoke about Uh, but one of the best ways to get a hold of me is to connect with me on facebook facebook facebook.com
0: forward slash Alicia White
1: 911.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've taken notes as you've been speaking uh, as well because, you know, it's one of those things we can always continue to look at. What are we doing? What can we implement just to take things to the next level? Because if people aren't hearing our message, we're not then able to make an impact in their lives. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you.
1: And if I could just add one more thing. Yeah. Guys, start your speaker sheet now. Get it out there now. Get it done. It doesn't have to look beautiful right now. You have to start somewhere. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women's Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker
1: success plan at speakersuccessgift.com.